Hey guys, welcome to the We Know Fantasy Contributors Podcast. I'm your host for this evening, Steve Bentado, and I have with me Brian and Cody. What's going on today, guys? Not going? much. Just watching some Thursday Night Football. It's a uh, big game this week. Uh, uh, Raiders and Chargers. I got a ton of guys going tonight, so important game for me. Yeah, it's great to have you guys all back on together again. It's been a couple weeks since we've seen Brian. Uh, great to have him back on. And uh, before we get started, let's just t- tell everyone where we can find each other. Uh, you guys can find me at Coach Stephen P. Uh, you guys can find me at Brian Wentworth FF. And I'm on Twitter at Master Smithers. Yes, and definitely follow the podcast at We Know Fantasy. Um, definitely check out the website as well, where the three of us contribute to with our articles weekly. We have a lot of great things on there at www.weknowfantasy.com. Um, definitely also check out every Monday. Uh, our big guy, Nate, does his waiver wire wish list podcast. Sometimes one of us is usually on there with him now. And on Wednesdays, uh, Nate is joined with the Fantasy Fro as they talk about the week that was and the week that's coming up and everything in between you need to know about your fantasy football. So definitely check them out on Wednesdays. They're a fantastic duo together. And for, for what we have for you guys today, uh, we try to change it up for you guys each week. For us, we have for you guys our DFS plays of the week. We all picked uh, one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, and one tight end for the week. And uh, Brian, we'll let you go first. Uh, Who is your quarterback this week? Uh, so my quarterback for the week is Kyler Murray uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Bucks are one of the worst teams against the uh, – the past, they have probably the one of the worst secondaries. They're like the opposite of a funnel defense. You can't run on them, but you could pass. His uh, his price on DraftKings is what really entices me. He's sixty five hundred, uh, which I think is fairly cheap for a quarterback on DraftKings. His FanDuel price at seventy seven hundred. I'm not a huge fan of, but I'm personally not really a fan of how FanDuel prices it. But I still think he uh, in like cash games on FanDuel, I think he's a lock. But in uh, DraftKings, I think he's a good tournament play for cheap. Yeah, definitely. I love that that play. He's definitely going to have a, a really fun week this week. So, Yeah, yeah I'm his, excited. his ability to do what he did last week against a good pass defense in San Francisco, really, uh, it kind of makes this week look like a real great matchup against Tampa Bay with a terrible pass defense. Exactly. But I have my quarterback this week, and I decided to go even cheaper than uh, Kyler Murray, and I went Ryan Tannehill. He's $5,100 on DraftKings, and he's thrown for 300-plus yards in two of the last three games. So he's been, ever since he's kind of gotten the keys to the Tennessee offense, uh, that team has kind of seen their offensive production go way up. Uh, the Titans have scored, the Titans offense has scored three touchdowns in each of the last three games since Tannehill's taken over as quarterback, and Tannehill has scored at least 19 fantasy points in those last three games. He's playing the Kansas City Chiefs this week, who have allowed an average of 19.4 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks this week. So I could definitely see Tannehill getting in that uh, range of, you know, 18 to 20 fantasy points is definitely not out of the realm of possibilities. And uh, with Patrick Mahomes returning for the Chiefs, maybe they end up getting out to the lead and maybe Tennessee ends up having to play from behind a little bit and that could cause Tannehill to throw the ball even more so that's another thing to look at when you're picking him he might be playing from behind he might get those extra pass attempts and he might be able to put up a little more yardage 
you know, I love I love Ryan Tannehill. He's been a he's been a real uh, surprise as a, as a fantasy starter this weekend. He definitely could put up big numbers. He's he showed us that even with mistakes like the interceptions last week, he can still put up pretty good fantasy numbers. So that's a that's a great pick. And it's in it's in Tennessee too, which makes me like this pick even more because Kansas City's defense plays a lot better at home, and it's tougher for quarterbacks to play there. But the fact that it's in Tennessee. I, I think this is a fantastic pick, Cody. Yeah, def- definitely a fun pick there. And for me, at quarterback, I went high on mine. I went with Drew Brees. Uh, he's $6,700 uh, owned on DraftKings. A little higher than usual than you guys, but I just love his ability this week in fantasy. He showed us after, you know, week nine that he doesn't, or week eight, actually, that he can still throw the ball, and he that finger injury, it doesn't bother him, and he, he played very well against that Cardinal secondary and now he gets even a juicier matchup against the Falcons this week, who can't stop anyone in the passing game. They're, they allow the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. And Drew Brees, with all the weapons he has around him, he's just going to go right back on the horse and just dominate. And the Atlanta Falcons defense, like they are this year, were really bad. And Drew Brees, in two games last year, threw for seven touchdowns. So expect him to be able to throw at least three touchdowns this week for like 300 yards. So if you have him, uh, he's a little pricier, but... I think he's going to be well worth it in the end. He's definitely going to put you big fantasy numbers to get you uh, ahead in your DFS lineups. Yeah, I love Drew Brees this week. You know what you're going to get when you put him in your lineup. He's he's always throwing the ball for a ton of yards, a ton of touchdowns, and he's just a really great quarterback in general. So, yeah, definitely love the pick of Drew Brees, especially against a defense like Atlanta. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, it's, it's a, no, it's a no, no-brainer pick, so. But let's go right to the next position. We have at the running back position. Brian, we'll start with you again at the top. Who's your running back? Uh, so I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Um, just because the blueprint to beat the Chiefs is you can run the ball on them. They uh, they haven't been able to stop the run. And I think if there's any running back who could uh, tear them up for 100 and maybe two touchdowns, it's going to be Derrick Henry. His DraftKings price is 6400 uh, On FanDuel, he's 7000 so he's actually not too much more. Uh, and I think 7000 is a fair price for him. Um, and like, like, uh, Cody was saying, if this gets into like a high scoring game, he could have more red zone opportunities than just, you know, one or two. So I, I definitely like Derrick Henry this week and I think he has the best opportunity and I think he's at 6,400. I think that's value. Yeah, I love, uh, I love Derrick Henry this week that, you know, they continue to run with him in the ball. He's definitely fantastic. Once again, to the red zone, he's going to get the carries, you know, it, and, Chiefs do let up that run, so no, Derrick Henry's a fantastic pick. Yeah, he scores a lot of touchdowns, that's for sure. So, and that's uh, going to score you a lot of, fan- of a lot of fantasy points as well. So, uh, my running back that I have this week is Devin Singletary. He's only five thousand dollars on DraftKings, which I think is an incredible bargain for what you can get out of him. He really took the reins of the Buffalo running game this year or this uh, past week. He had a 20-carry game, which is incredible considering he hadn't had more than seven touches to any game in any game up to that point. So Frank Gore's presence makes you a little bit nervous, I guess. But it looked like last week that this is Devin, Singletary, Devin Singletary's job now. So I really like him as a potential play here this week. He's facing the 24th-ranked run defense in the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Browns are allowing the fifth most yards per game on the ground to running backs, and Singletary can catch the ball out of the backfield. So he's not just that one-dimensional running back. He's got seven receptions over the last two weeks out of the backfield. 
So I really like this guy. I really think he's kind of taken over that Buffalo backfield. And I would have never expected to see that, you know, coming into the season, he was like the fourth running back on the depth chart in the preseason. And all of a sudden he's, he's taken the lion's share of the opportunities and he's been succeeding with them here. Yeah. I love Devin Singletary this week and moving forward and just fantasy in general. I like, I think he's really, I think they're really going to see what they have in him and they're just going to let him run with the ball and let him get going this, this the rest of the season that as they make their way to the playoffs. He, uh, he had 66% of the offensive snap shares to Frank Gore's 34%. So I like that Devin Singletary pick. He is definitely the front runner now. Yeah, 100%. He's, he's the guy going forward. For me, though, another rookie I have, David Montgomery, guys. And for him, it's all about the opportunity. He, you know, he's been getting the ball week in and week out. Over the last two weeks, though, now, he's had a 70% of the snaps. They're definitely making an effort to run the ball after, the, after Nick Nagy said that he wants to run the ball. And they're showing it now. And the Detroit Lions give up the most fantasy points to running backs this season. You can definitely run on them. And the Bears aren't going to be dumb. They're not going to try to overthrow it with Mitch because we know that Mitch can't really do that all, that often. So they're going to give the ball to Montgomery. I think he's going to get a couple touchdowns this week. And it's going to be a really big week for him. I'm real excited that they're, giving, they're finally giving him the opportunity to succeed in this offense. Yeah, I really like that pick. I mean, he was able to get it done in a bad matchup against Philly last week. They've been a uh, top-run defense all season. And if he was able to get it done there, I think – I'm not going to say he's officially matchup-proof, but I uh, I think he's on his way there. And he has such a great price tag this week. Yeah, he's another guy, just like Singletary. You know, he kind of started off maybe a little bit slow, but he's really kind of made the backfield his own and is getting a lot of opportunities and – uh, definitely like Montgomery this week and going forward. Yeah, and he's only at 5,300. You really can't beat that. So No, definitely not. Well, let's go over to wide receiver wide receiver position. Uh, Brian, who do you have at your wide receiver position for us? Uh, so I am stacking with my Kyler Murray pick. I'm going to stack Christian Kirk. Uh, his price tag is 5,100. Uh, I think it's actually 52. I just actually checked on DraftKings. My system lied to me. Uh, so he's 5200 on DraftKings, and he's 5700 on FanDuel, which is pretty cheap for a FanDuel wide receiver, if I remember how their uh, their pricing works. Um, he's top five in targets without a touchdown this season. Those touchdowns will come, and he's playing Tampa Bay, who, let me check, uh, how many touchdowns have they allowed to wide receivers this season? A lot. A ton. <laughs> they've allowed 12. They've allowed 12 touchdowns. Uh, they are not even first. They're tied for third in touchdowns to wide receivers this season. But they are giving up the uh, number one amount of fantasy points to wide receivers. So I think you're going to see a shootout here between the Cardinals uh, and the Bucks. And I definitely want a not only Kyler Murray shares, but I want an attachment to him. And I'll take the cheaper uh, option in Christian Kirk, who should see the touchdowns come sooner or later. Yeah, the only thing that I'm concerned about with Kirk is he really didn't perform last week. You know, uh, he only had two catches for eight yards, but they were playing a really tough defense against San Francisco. And like you said, his his targets were fairly high in the beginning of the season. So I just feel like his volume is going to turn around here at some point and get you some production. No, definitely. I, I think he his the touchdowns have to come and. The, the way they're going to pass the ball because the Bucks defense is really good at stopping the run, it, sh- it should be a good week for him. 
Yeah, so uh, at wide receiver for me, this is where I decided to spend up, and I went with Michael Thomas. He was the most expensive wide receiver at $8,300 on DraftKings, but Steven talked about it a little bit earlier. Great matchup this week against Atlanta. They're 29th in the league against wide receivers, and Michael Thomas is just an absolute animal. You know, he's he's my wide receiver one this week. I think he puts up the the highest numbers of of all wide receivers out there this week. Um, he's seen double digit targets in six of eight games this year, four games with double digit receptions, four games with over 100 receiving yards. Uh, Drew Brees is back. He's looking good and. Like I said, Michael Thomas is the real deal. He's an absolute all-star, a can't-miss guy. Uh, he hasn't had a bad game this season, and I don't expect him to have one this week against Atlanta. You know, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Thomas is basically foolproof. I mean, he averages, like, I think he gets at least, what, n- at least nine receptions almost in, like, I think seven of the nine games he's played this year so far. So he's he's incredible. He's all, He's worth the price you play him every week. So, no, Mike Thomas is great. But for, like me, oh, yeah. for me, I'll go to mine. Uh, mine's Zach Pascal. I went cheap on this one, uh, 5300 for him. And he's basically the starting wide receiver now for the Colts. And any time so far this season in the two games that T.Y.'s been out, he's been amazing. And in those two games, he's had five receptions for 129 yards and, and a touchdown in both games. And he gets a great matchup against Miami, who lost their star corner a few weeks now ago. And even though they've gotten a little stronger in defense— they still give a lot of fantasy points each and every week. This Colts team is no pushover, especially if as long as Brissett's playing. And even if he's not playing, Hoyer, I think, can get the job done as well and get the ball to Pascal. And and if you have him and you're looking for someone cheap this week, I, I think he's a great option. I and I expect at least a touchdown out of him, especially against this Miami's uh, secondary. Yeah, he's going to be the number one receiver in Indianapolis, you know, with T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell out. So... Definitely love Zach Pascal. He's he especially and and also especially against Miami. He's definitely got a shot to put up big numbers this week. Yeah, I mean Pascal's had a role even with Ty in the lineup, and now Ty is out of the lineup, which just puts him in an even greater role. I love this pick. Uh, I think he was a great price. I completely agree with you, Stephen. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate that. And then we go into our tight end position. A little harder to usually do because tight ends are very rare that they are great. But we're going to give you guys some great ones to start this week. Brian, we'll let you go first. Um, so, yeah, I had, a, I had a few options, but I ended up going with Jonu Smith. Uh, I have him in my tight end streamer article as my number one streamer of the week. And he's $3,500 on DraftKings. Kansas City has allowed, I believe, the 12th most points to the tight end. Uh, they haven't given up a lot of touchdowns to the tight end. They've just allowed a lot of targets and receptions to the tight end. Um, so I think you'll see a lot of production in like the down the field work. Uh, maybe not in the red zone though. Uh, I think that's where Derrick Henry's gonna make his money. Uh, but I definitely like Johnny Smith this week with a price tag of thirty five hundred. Even on FanDuel, his price tag is fifty one hundred, which is relatively cheap because they don't tend to go lower than like that forty eight hundred range, I believe. Uh, so I love Johnny Smith. I kind of doubled down on the Cardinals and the Titans, but I just think they have great matchups and they're both, you know, both teams have great values this week. No, definitely. He seemed to form a nice uh, connection with Ryan Tannehill. So, and with Dylan Walker out again, I believe this week, he's definitely a worthy candidate of uh, starting this week in your DFS lineups. And yeah. he had seven targets last week in a bad matchup. So imagine what he does in a good matchup with those targets. Yeah, I was 
I was going to say Johnny Smith, if I remember correctly, he had a pretty nice game two weeks ago, and then last week struggled a little bit. But like you said, the seven targets and a tough matchup. So I think he is definitely in a great place to put up some numbers this week. But I'll jump right in here with my tight end too. And I decided to go with Mike Gesicki here, uh, tight end for the Miami Dolphins. He's $3,100 on DraftKings, and he's got a good matchup this week facing the Indianapolis Colts. They're 26th against the tight end, and he's coming off a career game last week. He had six catches for 95 yards, uh, both career highs, and he's just an absolute freak of nature. He's a huge guy. Uh, I'm a Penn State fan, so watching him play in college was always uh, always fun. Uh, 6'6", 247, ran a 4'5", 440 at the Combine. He's big, he's fast, he can catch the ball, and he's starting to build a great uh, rapport with Ryan Fitzpatrick. It seems like Fitzpatrick's been looking his way a little bit more here in the uh, recent games, and the Dolphins need these these pass catchers. You know, uh, Preston Williams placed on the IR this week. He's done. So uh, Kenyon Drake's not around anymore. So they need options on that offense, and I feel like Mike Kosicki going forward is a guy that um, has potential to kind of pick some of those targets up and have a couple nice games. Love talking about a Miami Dolphin player. Appreciate that, always. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for him to really break out. You know, he's a uh, local guy to a lot of us here, especially uh, guys in PA. You know, went to Penn State, from New Jersey. Love the pick. But I'll go right into mine now. Uh, mine... Uh, I have a little uh, little luck with this whole tight end streamer this week. I called the uh, Jacob Hollister, if you guys listened to last week's episode, called him as my DFS pick of the week, performed very well. And this week, my pick is Mac William, M-A-X-X Williams. He's a tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. He gets a great matchup against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have had allowed at least a top 10 performance from a tight end each every each and every single week this season. He's leading the team in the targets and snaps. And catches and receptions and yards. He's doing better than Charles Clay. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a real deep sleeper at the tight end position, this is the guy. This guy, he's only $2,700 to get him. And if you're looking for a tight end, he's going to perform, I expect, at least like 30 to 40 yards and a quick touchdown early on with him. I love him this week. So he's my tight end. Yeah, you can't you can't beat twenty seven hundred as a price, especially if you want to pay up for someone like McCaffrey this week, who's ten k. I, I I really really like that pick actually. So, yeah, for sure, you, you gotta save money somewhere, and and tight end is usually a pretty good place to try to do that. So, I like yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. I'm going off history. I'm hoping it I'm hoping it works. So, let's go to our next segment here. Um, it's our final segment, and it's our favorite streamer stream player to stash for next week. All one player that you guys should pick up now that will be good for next week, but you're getting him before the all the crazy waiver wires. So we'll let you go first, Brian. Who's yours? Kyle Allen versus the Atlanta Falcons. He has officially taken the starting job. Cam Newton is on IR. He has a tough-ish matchup this week against Green Bay, so I don't expect a lot of ownership or people to be racing to pick him up next week. But on the off chance he does play super well against Green Bay, you can pick him up now stash him on your bench, and he plays the Atlanta Falcons defense who doesn't know how to tackle anyone. Um, they are probably, I think, the third worst, uh, third best matchup for quarterbacks. Uh, love him. Uh, he's got Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, and McCaffrey. I think they all can get it done in a high-scoring game where the Panthers will win, and Kyle Allen will win you your week. 
Yeah, I definitely definitely am a fan of of any quarterback against the Atlanta Falcons. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely a great pick. They're gonna really, I think, dominate that team again next week too. So I looking at my uh, stream for next week, I might have kind of cheated a little bit here and not really done uh, one necessarily for next week, but maybe for the rest of the season as a whole. And I picked Kareem Hunt. I'm very intrigued to see how many touches he's going to get, what exactly is going to happen this week in that Browns offense. You know, Freddie Kitchens has already said that he's going to involve Kareem Hunt in this offense. And, you know, Nick Chubb owners hate to hear it, but, you know, Kareem Hunt is not far removed from being one of the best running backs in the league. So I think he's definitely going to get his touches. And, you know, the fact that the Browns are struggling, maybe they decide, hey, you know what, we're not going to put all the wear and tear that we have to put on Nick Chubb when we have this guy that, as a reminder, he he's only under contract for this year, Kareem Hunt, that is. He signed a one-year, $1 million deal, so they might try to just get out of Hunt what they can and and maybe try to save Chubb's legs a little bit for next year and for the rest of his career. So looking forward, I mean, he has the Steelers um, this coming week, uh, which isn't the greatest matchup for running backs. But when you look at the rest of Kareem Hunt's schedule, he's got Miami, he's got Cincinnati twice, he's got Arizona on the schedule down the stretch. So this is a guy that, I mean, I honestly think he's going to get somewhere in the the area of seven to 10 touches this week and maybe it even goes up from there so i like getting your hands on cream hunt if you can and stashing him on your team and see what happens you know honestly nobody really knows what's going to happen so it's going to be interesting to see what happens and and go from there you just killed all the nick chubb owners right now (laughs) yeah i'm I'm sorry for that but you're killing me cody Yeah, I, I, you just can't deny though. Kareem Hunt was good, and he is good. And I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch that game and see how they use him in the offense. So, but for me, uh, I did have Derek Carr. Then I realized Derek Carr is playing tonight, so he's probably not <laughs> going to be able to be picked up until next week. He's a great streamer though for next week because he does first the Bengals. But I'm going to give you guys another player, uh, running back Darius Geis. I mean, he's still availably owned in, like, a lot of... He's only owned, like, in 35% of leagues right now, so it means he's available in 65% of leagues. And if you guys need running back help, he's probably out there. He's probably been on IR this whole time, so you haven't seen him pop up, but he's active now, guys. And this whole new run offense that the Redskins are running now is effective, and AP's running, like, an average of, like, 98 yards a game over the last, like, three or four weeks now. And just imagine you putting Darius Geis. He's actually talented. He's very talented. Just has a lot of injury issues. And he's fresh at legs. They're going to use him. They're going to see what they have with him the rest of the season. So, And if you can stash him, and like I said, I'm kind of cheating like Cody. I mean, if you can stash him on your team this week now, uh, he does have good matchups coming down the stretch. And if, if you need a player, he's definitely worth a great pickup right now if you can drop somebody and pick him up because he's going to get opportunity once he gets back on the field. I agree. Darius Geis, I absolutely love Darius Geis going forward here. Um, I actually have him in a couple leagues where we have an IR spot, so I kind of stuck him on there at the beginning of the season and and haven't let him hit waivers or free agency or anything and just kind of held him in hopes to see what would happen later this season. And over the course of him being out, you got the coaching change, the Redskins starting to run the ball more. 
things are looking up, I think, for Darius Geis. And, and depending on how much the Redskins actually want to use him, you know, they're not really in it uh, as far as playoffs go. He's a young guy. Maybe they they take it a little easy on him, but, you know, I, I really like having him as an option on my roster going forward. Especially because running back depth is so hard to find. If you could get him for basically nothing, i say just send it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I like the opportunity he presents himself the rest of the season. So, Agreed. But that is the rest of our show for today, guys. Uh, we do appreciate you guys listening. Just a quick recap. You know, we talked about our DFS players we like this week. Please use them if you can because, you, know, you know, we take the time and energy to pick out some good ones for you guys. And then um, we picked our p- p- favorite streamer player stash for next week. So if you can get these guys now, go get them now, and they could help you win next week and hopefully in the future as well as we get closer to the playoffs. And then, again, always please follow the, the podcast at We Know Fantasy. Definitely check out the website at www.weknowfantasy.com where the three of us do all, all of our great articles. We write for, for them each and every week. And then, you know, again, please always check out the Monday waiver wire wish list with Nate as he goes over the, you know, the waiver wire pickups of the week and everything in between. And then, again, on Wednesdays, you know, he's joined by the Fantasy Fro where they talk about the week that was and the week that's coming up and everything in between. Again, they are they are a really fun duo to listen together. So uh, definitely check them out every Wednesday. And, you know, again, always check us out every Thursday. We always, a lot of us, we rotate sometimes, but you know, most of us are always on here to give, uh, give some great fantasy advice. So we uh, appreciate you guys for listening today, and have a great one. Yeah, see you guys next week. Yeah.